Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. 24. 24. Okay. Psalms 24. I'll read Psalms 22. Give honor to God. God, we thank you. We praise you, God. We thank you for the privilege of prayer. We thank you, God, to be able to come together and exalt your name and magnify you and glorify you. We thank you, God, for you being God. We thank you, God, for being the creator of all. We thank you, God, that what the devil meant for bad, God will use for good. And that devil want us croaking and moking and, 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 and whatnot, but God, we come together to praise and exalt your name and thank you for the things we do have and, for, and put that to the side, what we don't have, because we know that you are the God of miracles, that you are the God of the impossible, and you are the God of the possible. And that every curse that these demons put on this earth, dear God, we know in your time it shall be reversed. And every curse will turn into a blessing, that there's a reason for this atrocity eugenics assassination program, for this uh, human research experimentation, for this insanity program. When the world leaves away from the creator, then all, all travesties are inflicted and we're living it. And the sin pot is full, so we're not gonna act like we don't know how this happened. But we bind and rebuke every demon having a fiesta over this earth trying to usurp authority that they do not have. God, we thank you, God, that you are the authority. You are the only authority. You are the sovereign authority and that there is no other authority higher than you. You are the most high God. And we give you the praise and we give you the glory. We thank you, God, for our family, our bloodline, each and every one that we still have in the land of the living. And we ask you, God, for those that we did lose, Heavenly Father, that they be with you and that they're covered with you and that you use them in the capacity that you choose to, to be the guardian angels we need on this earth, Heavenly Father. God, we ask you to touch your, your, your creations, the humans on this earth. You're not a God that just comes from the sky and do miraculous things and you use your people. So God, we're asking you to send the Holy Spirit to talk to your people to expose these demons and yank them out of every governance structure that they're trying to ruin. We plead the blood of Jesus on the executive branch of government, the blood of Jesus on the judicial branch of government, and the blood of Jesus on the legislative branch of government. We plead the blood of Jesus on all of our governance structures and every demon trying to reverse the law, the laws of God, the laws of righteousness, Heavenly Father, that they be exposed and they be exterminated in the name of Jesus. God, we just thank you for coverage. We thank you, God, for every rescue you brought us through. Because had it not been for you, dear God, I don't know where I would be. And I know many other people don't know where they would be. So we thank you, God, for every, pr- every protection you've extended to us. 
We thank you, God, for every provision. We thank you, God, for the provision on that cross that was shed, the blood shed on the cross, that we don't have to go cut a chicken's head and chicken feet and reverse the curse on these demons, but we can plead the blood of Jesus against every ritual that these demons have put in place to have the power that they have now, the earthly power. Heavenly Father, we plead the blood of Jesus that that, that ritual becomes null and void, that it has no impact. We bind and rebuke their killing demon, that killing demon of going to Ukraine, going to Africa, going to all these countries, killing people. We bind and rebuke it. We plead the blood of Jesus, stop the killings. When the killing stops, the demons will be destroyed. That is the power they're working off of. They're working off of dark forces. So we bind and rebuke that demon. We bind and rebuke that untimely de death demon. We send that demon back to the pit of hell it came from. We come against the demon spirit of confusion, havoc, everything that is not of God. We bind and rebuke it. God, you're a God of order. You're a God of orderliness. We come against all types of confusion, every type that this demon is trying to invoke in our personal lives, in our professional lives, in our finances. We bind, rebuke it in the name of Jesus, God. We ask you, Heavenly Father, to direct our steps, guide us, tell us which way to go, what to do. Because, God, this light, this thing called life, it's not easy, Heavenly Father. We need your guidance. We need you to direct our path. God, don't let us leave this earth until we become the men and women you created us to become. Not the men and women we choose, but the one that you, the path you created. Don't let us leave this earth, dear God, until we reach the, the destiny that you created for us, Heavenly Father. Let us complete that assignment. God, we plead the blood of Jesus on each one of our bloodlines. I call my nephews blessed and covered by the blood of Jesus. I call each and every one of our bloodline, all of our children, our children's children, our nieces and our nephews, covered by the blood of Jesus Christ, and that they will be the prayer warriors for the next generation, that this earth will not be left empty, looking at the moon, wondering how these horrific things happen. When the Bible tells us demons have been inflicting evil on this earth for years and that the only power over evil is the power of God. So we thank you, God, that we have countermeasures, that we can pray this thing through. We can pray to, for you, God, to keep us covered by your blood. Open up the windows of heaven, God, according to your will. God, we need things to do your work. We need favor on our lives. Bless each and every one of us on this line with God's favor. Open up the windows of heaven. Show us, Heavenly Father, how to advance God's kingdom on this earth. God, we give you the praise. God, we give you the glory. Bless this Bible meeting tonight, dear God, this study. And let us leave here with information and knowledge we did not have previously. Open up the windows of heaven. Let every minute in prayer be a meaningful minute. Let it open up things and turn things around. Let it block curses, block, block things that this devil is trying to plot and plan. We plead the blood of Jesus, dear God. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 And I'm going to let you pray next. And no, I'm going to let you, but you usually do. And Yes, yes, I'm here. Okay. Go ahead, baby. Father God, you, go ahead. Father God in heaven, in Jesus Christ's name, Father, thank you so much, Father, for allowing us to get together this evening.
with our prayer warriors, sisters, and brothers, fathers. Father, we are so thankful that you show us the direction we should be headed in, Father. We're so thankful, Father, that we send so many uh, uh, praises to you because you direct us in the correct direction, Father. For we love you so very much as you continue to protect us and show us what it means to be protected by you, Father. You always have the loving spirit and uh, our covenant together. Thank you so much, Father. Bless our, our families, Father. Bless our sisters, our brothers, and our mothers, and those who can't be here, Father. Continue to bless us and show us the way. In Jesus' name I pray forever and ever. Amen. 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 Go ahead, Nina. Okay. Dear Heavenly Father, um, I praise you and I give you all the glory. Um, I am also requesting that you help me to learn about word curses so that I change my ways and that I um, also bless and pray over my enemies so that I can be God, um, stronger in God's way to combat, to help combat this program. These evil demons, the evil demonic, the politicians, the masons, you name it, all of these things that are non-human. I pray that I gave, uh, gained the strength to really do this, to do it well, to study and to understand it, and to start to practice it and to put it into action in my everyday um, life. I pray over my family. Um, I will also pray that um, the blood of, of the anointed blood of Jesus Christ covers my family and protects them and brings them to God and Lord and that they understand them, understand Jesus Christ and our um, Heavenly Father. I pray over the TI community so that they heal, they heal spiritually, they heal physically, and that they understand what they're dealing with and that this is a spiritual war. These things, these demons, it's too kind of a word, but I have to pray over my enemies, even the enemies in the spiritual realm, and I have to understand and really take it to the spiritual realm because that's what they're calling outer space. And uh, take it and uh, heal my own body so that I can be stronger and understand and finish and follow through and all of the stuff that I have to work on um, as a group, uh, myself individually and as a group, and also for our society. And um, that I get through the class and that uh, we get to the bottom of this and that we become um, better soldiers and that we become like the angels that you want us to become. In our Father's name I pray. Amen. Amen. All right. Psalms 22. My God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? Why art thou so far from helping me and from the words of my roaring? Oh my God, I cry in the daytime, but there is not, and in the night season, and I am not silent. <clears throat> but thou art holy, O God, thou inhabitest the praises of Israel. Our fathers trusted in thee, they trusted, and you delivered them. They cried unto thee, and they were delivered. They trusted in thee, and they were not confounded. But Lord, I'm a worm and no man, a reproach of men, and despised of the people. All they that see, scorn. They shoot out the lip. They shake the head saying, he trusted on the Lord that he would deliver him. Let him deliver him, seeing him delighted in him. But thou art he that took me out of the womb, who didst make me hope when I was upon my mother's breath, breast. I was cast upon thee from the womb. Thou art my God from my mother's belly. 
I'd be not far from me. For trouble is near, for there is none to help. Many bulls have come encompassed us. Strong bulls of Bashan, strong bulls of this earth, of these demon forces have tried to be set, they have been set around us. They gapped upon us with their mouths as a raving and a roaring lion. We are poured out like water and all our bones are out of joint. Our heart is like wax. It's melted in the midst of the bowels. Our strength is dried up like a pot shed and our tongue cleaves to our jaws and thou hast brought us into the dust of death. For dogs have compassed us. The assembly of the wicked have enclosed us. They pierced our hands and our feet. We may tell all our bones, they look and stare upon us. They part our garments among them and cast lots upon our vesture. Be though not far from us, dear God. Oh God, our strength, haste thee to help us. Deliver our souls from the sword, our darling from the power of the dogs. Save us, God, from the lion's mouth, for thou hast heard us from the horns of the unicorns. We will declare thy name unto our brethren. In the midst of the congregation will we praise thee. Yea, they that fear, yea, that fear the Lord, praise him, all ye seed of Jacob. Glorify God and fear him, all ye seed of Israel. For he hath not despised nor abhorred the affliction of the afflicted, neither hath he hid his face from us. But when he cried unto him, God, you heard us. Our praises shall be of thee, of the great congregation. We will pay our vows before them that fear you, God. The meek shall eat and be satisfied. They shall praise you, God, that seek you, seek your heart. Your heart shall live forever. <clears throat> All the ends of the world shall remember and turn unto God. And all the kindreds of the nation shall worship before thee, for the kingdom is the Lord's, and he is the governor among the nations. All they that be fat upon earth shall eat and worship. All they that go down to the dust shall bow before him, and none can keep alive his own soul. A seed shall serve him. It shall be accounted to the Lord for a generation. They shall come and shall declare his righteousness unto a people that shall be born, that he has done this. God is great. Amen. Amen. That was Psalms 22. Amen. All right. Go ahead, Nina. Um, okay. Uh, Palm, uh, Psalm of David. The earth is the Lord therein. For he hath founded it upon the seas, and established it upon the flood, who shall ascend in the You know, it's very interesting. So, um, in the kitchen, they message your phone the most. Most, Miriam. <laughs> it's true. Wow. I have people. Yeah. I mean, I'm not surprised. <laughs> yeah. What's next? What's new? <laughs> so I have to go into my hallway. And uh, yeah, I was in front of a nice heater, uh, a far infrared heater. That should be good for people. Um, and uh, I'm the light, so I can see. And sit down and then start over. <laughs> okay. Um, 
Who shall ascend into the hill of the Lord, and who shall stand in his holy place? He that hath clean, clean hands and pure heart, who hath not lift up his soul in, unto vanity, nor sworn deceitfully, he shall receive the blessing from the Lord and righteousness from the God of his salvation. This is the generation of them that seek him, that, that seek thy face, O Jacob, Selah. Lift up your heads, O ye gates, and be ye lift up, ye everlasting doors, and the King of glory shall come in. Who is this King of glory? The Lord strong and mighty, the Lord mighty in battle. Lift up your heads, O ye gates, even lift them up, ye everlasting doors, and the King of glory shall come in. Who is the King of glory? The Lord of hosts. He is the King of glory. Selah. So I'm supposed to do this 24, correct? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, this is one of my favorites. I, I always say the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof, the world and they that dwell therein. That means no demon from the pit of hell could ever have more power. The earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof, the world and they that dwell therein. So we bind and rebuke. These demons are trying... It's the master deception. They're trying to act like the earth is theirs. The earth belongs to God. They, right. they, this, 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 this fraud they got going has to be stopped. Yeah. Okay. Right. Sub- but until sub- until the people, his people, it's kind of like Noah's time. Until um, the people understand that and actually know how exactly. to spiritually uh-huh, to combat this and defeat this, because they have altars. Um, you know, the Masons and stuff like that, but they also curse themselves. And that's why I'm, I'm it's going to be really hard. It's working on, they're saying that we need to bless our enemies, even the enemies that are non-human, and, the, and so that it's the, God destroys their altars. God destroys their strongholds. All these things that they turned into demonic garbage. And that's what they've done, and it's true. They are invading us. They have absolutely zero to negative authority, but they've used all of this, oh, yeah. we We've sacrificed these humans, and uh, we have our politicians that are actually secret societies and doing all this stuff and sacrificing the children, and all that, that to them is giving them authority. We didn't give them that authority. We definitely did not give them that authority. But also the lack of knowledge gave them that authority. So we have to work probably six times harder. We have to as a species, as a race, and I think that's what God wants us to do. And that's why it's so hard. And that's why it's so tough. It is, it, there's absolutely no way we have to do it that way. And I, I mean, I've heard of other things. We have to be clean and pure and we have to repent every single day. And that's why we have to not um, curse ourselves. And that's why they say the tongue is, our, our words are mighty. They're much stronger than we realize, especially in the spiritual realm. And we've been taught that that world doesn't exist. And even other Christian, even other, other churches, they keep praying in this realm when we're actually fighting the um, spiritual realm. And it's, um, while that's happening, and a lot of people don't understand or realize, you know, it's, it's hard for them to understand that they actually weaponized it. These people, they think that they're going to live forever in hell, and they're calling it outer space. Okay? And uh, that's why you have all of this uh, computer, AI, quantum computers, singularity, uploading this and that and so on and so forth. It is very, and then they want to get rid of all of religions because they want to be the gods. And, and I, 
you know, because I have to deal with them all the time. I go, it's a joke, because if you're real gods, why don't you make your own earth? But they can't. They can't be like God and, and uh, speak it into existence. They have to use technology. Exactly. And who'd want to be part of the world? Yep. I don't know. These other idiots would do. I, I, I won't. I don't. Um, but anyway, I have to pray over my family in protection um, and cover them in the blood of Jesus Christ. And I have to do that constantly. And I have to remind myself to do that constantly. And I have to pray over them. And I, and I do. I pray over them. I bless them. My evil enemies and uh, with the anointed blood of Jesus Christ. And, um, and I've got to work on that and practice that and um, develop it into a strong muscle and uh, keep working on it. But we all have to. And uh, these kids that are being demonic to you and hurting you in New York, um, we have to pray over them. And only God's love and God's strength is going to penetrate and change it. So, and it's, it's I was thinking. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I was going to open a website to say for the nation, pray for Boyden Gray. Ah! Yeah. Pray for the yeah, extermination of We're getting. Mm-hmm. We yeah. are breaking yeah. the altars yeah. with strongholds. They do not like it. They well, do not like the light. Nope, they do but you not. Know what's sad is so many, so many worldly people would never understand, like, why would this woman be talking about pray for Boyd and Gray? He killed her mother, father, sister, and he killed half, you know, so many billions of people. Because we're, you know, we're, so we're many people. That's why. God's strength. That's why. That's why, because only God can completely defeat this, and God's power and God's strength. use man, use uh-huh. man only right, use man to to do their job, to use the to use the laws that they got from the Bible to us to arrest these demons. Uh-huh. But okay, uh-huh. our subject tonight uh-huh. is we speak solution. We speak uh-huh. solution. Dear God, we come into your presence, dear God, to plead our cases. We enter through the gates of praise into the sanctuary of heaven. We cover ourselves in the precious blood of Jesus Christ. We baptize ourselves in the fire of the Holy Ghost. We charge the atmosphere with the fire of God, and we take each one of our neighborhoods for God. And we arrest every principality and power and territorial spirit and every throne and kingdom that is not of God. And we cast them down to the pit of hell where they came from. And we command them to never come up again. And we do this in the name of Jesus Christ. God, we confess sins today. And we ask you on the basis of your mercy to forgive us. We cancel through the blood of Jesus Christ any satanic covenant, exchanges, vows, or transactions made over our life, body, soul, spirit, and circumstances. In the name of Jesus Christ. We cancel every legal right that the devil may have against us by the blood of Jesus Christ. The accuser of the brethren shall have nothing against us as we come to the presence of God in prayer. The devil cannot hinder or delay our prayers because we know who we are. We're children of the Most High God. We're kings and priests of the Most High God. We are redeemed from the hand of the devil by the blood of Jesus Christ. And we walk in power we walk in miracles. We decree and declare Proverbs 18.21 that says death and life are in the power of the tongue. So we command the power in the tongue to manifest now. We command our tongue to become fire, to manifest all the powers of darkness in the air, the land, the sea, and 
and beneath the earth. We raise Holy Ghost standard against the prince of the prince of the power of the air and all the host of darkness in the air. We raise Holy Ghost standard against the queen of the coast and all the host of darkness on the land. We raise Holy Ghost standard against the marine kingdom and all the host of darkness in the sea. We raise Holy Ghost standard against the kingdom of hell and all the host of darkness beneath the earth. And we shoot down all the networks of demons gathering, trying to resist our prayers. We shoot them down in the name of Jesus. We rebuke and bind all controlling forces of darkness standing against our prayers. We decree and declare that all satanic thrones, altars, dominions, principalities, rulers of darkness, all spiritual hosts of wickedness, all satanic works have no power or authority over our lives. We declare that satanic terror, terrorization, intimidation, harassment, and master deceptions will have no effect on us. In the name of Jesus, today, dear God, we receive divine strength to pray. And we will not pray in vain. We will not, our prayers will, will not be amiss. Our prayers will bring desired results in God's time. God, we ask you for perseverance and endurance so that we can see the ramifications of our prayers. We command the fountain of prayer to open now and to flow into our lives. We command the warring angels of God to descend and fight on our behalf. Fight for each one of our children, our nieces, our nephews, our family members in the name of Jesus. Every prayer point will attract divine attention and divine intervention. We decree open heavens upon our prayers. And today, God of heaven and earth will attend to our cases. God will hear our cases. Our prayers today will shake the heaven and the earth. And testimonies will be made in due time regarding the breakthroughs, signs, and wonders that will follow our prayers. Dear God, we thank you, God, for being our friend and our father. God, we thank you for the privilege to know you, to pray. And we thank you, God, for, for the power of the resurrection of Jesus Christ. Oh, God, our Father, thank you for always being there, Heavenly Father, even when we didn't know it. Oh, God, our Father, thank you for the great and mighty things that you have done, that you are doing, and that you will do in our lives. Oh, God, our Father, thank you for your provision and protection over each and one of us in our bloodline. Oh, God, our Father, thank you for always answering prayers according to your will. Heavenly Father, we cover ourselves and our bloodline with the blood of Jesus Christ. Our prayers will not be in vain. Our prayers will produce the desired results in the name of Jesus Christ. Spirit and powers of infirmity, we command you in the name of Jesus, loose your hold over our lives. Spirit and powers of failure, loose and let us go in the name of Jesus. Spirits and powers of stagnancy, you must loose yourself and go back to the pit of hell that you came from. The spirit and powers of almost there, loose and go back. The spirit and power of the tail, loose us and let us go in the name of Jesus Christ. All spirit and powers of backwardness, of slavery, of hard labor, of fruitlessness, of each and every negative word spoken against our life, you must loose yourself and go back to the pit of hell that you came from in the name of Jesus. Spirit and powers of demotion, 
spirit and powers of misfortune, spirit and powers of poverty. We bind you, we rebuke you. You must loose, loose us and let us go in the name of Jesus Christ. Oh, our lives receive divine touch from the most high God in the name of Jesus. We plead the blood that each one of our situations receive divine touch from heaven, divine touch from the Lord in the name of Jesus. Every part of our body receive the healing touch from the most high God in the name of Jesus. Our spiritual life will receive touch from the Lord so that we may grow in the name of Jesus. Oh, our material life received divine touch from God that we may expand the word of God on this earth. Our finances, our destinies, our businesses, our lives, we command our lives in the name of Jesus Christ to be productive. We command divine touch from the Lord in our businesses in the name of Jesus. We command, Heavenly Father, divine intervention over our destiny in the name of Jesus. With authority and prayer, we speak breakthrough into our lives in the name of Jesus Christ. With authority and prayer, <clears throat> authority and power, we speak solution to our situations in the name of Jesus Christ. With authority and power, we speak healing to every part of our body in the name of Jesus Christ. With authority and power, <clears throat> we speak hope to our hopeless situation in the name of Jesus Christ. With authority and prayer, we speak divine provision to all our needs in the name of Jesus Christ. With authority and power, we speak greatness into our lives in the name of Jesus Christ. With authority and power, we speak help to the helpless in the name of Jesus Christ. With authority and power, we speak every yoke of stagnancy. We break it in the name of Jesus Christ. Dear God, your authority and power is needed to break every yoke of plotted failure in the name of Jesus Christ. God, your power and authority is needed to break every plot and plan of the enemy to destroy the human race in the name of Jesus Christ, to break it up. With authority and prayer, God, we break every curse placed on our lives in the name of Jesus Christ. With authority, Heavenly Father, and prayer and power, we break every yoke of induced poverty in the name of Jesus Christ. We send the poverty demon back to the pit of hell, back to the sender in the name of Jesus Christ. We plead the blood of Jesus that each and every eugenicist will be the same thing that they will get with the same thing they're sending out. That induced poverty curse will go back to the sender. That EBT plan will go back to the eugenicist where it belongs in the name of Jesus Christ. With authority and power, we break every yoke of fruitless hard work in the name of Jesus Christ. With authority and power, we break every yoke of fruitless efforts in the name of Jesus Christ. With authority and power, we break every yoke of loneliness in the name of Jesus Christ. With authority and power, we break every yoke of induced bad luck in the name of Jesus Christ. With authority and power, we break every plotted, uh, uh, every plotted theft against our finances. We rebuke it in the name of Jesus Christ. Heavenly Father, we thank you, God. 
We thank you for windows opening. We thank you, God, for turning things around. We thank you, God, for solutions to every single problem, induced problem these demons put. God, we thank you that we can stand on your word to know, to know that we know that we know that things are going to turn around. We thank you, God, for exposing these demons. God, we thank you, God, for every treasured individual out here exposing this corrupted, sick assassination program. God, we plead the blood of Jesus to stop the killings. Don't let these demons get any more power, Heavenly Father. They're dark forces. They get their powers from killing. We call their demonic killings to be ended in the name of Jesus Christ. We call more Congress people. We call more leaders across this nation to come together and shut down this demonic force in the name of Jesus Christ. We plead the blood of Jesus, that the blood of Jesus will reign across the United States, that this demon spirit of thinking that people had to go to demonism to reach success over this country, we bind and rebuke that curse in the name of Jesus. We bind and rebuke every curse these demons put on this earth, especially against the United States. We plead the blood of Jesus against it. We plead the blood of Jesus against every usurped, criminally insane idea this demon has put in place. We bind and rebuke the corrupted use of Congress to put laws passed that people don't read. We plead the blood of Jesus for a turnaround. We plead the blood of Jesus for just destroying every ritual these demons put on this earth. In the name of Jesus, God, we thank you. We cover our prayers, each one of our prayers in the blood of Jesus Christ. And we stand on your word that according to your word, it says acts and we shall receive. God, we're asking you to destroy this eugenics assassination program. And we're asking you, God, to fulfill this earth with God-loving people to use in leadership positions to turn this earth around, to let that devil know he can't play anymore. It is beyond just having educated people in leadership offices. God, we're praying for spiritual people in leadership offices. We're praying, praying for people that are well-versed in spiritual warfare, that know that what's going on, that know that this is a spiritual war, that it must be stopped, that these demons are playing double dutch on people that are not spiritually informed. God, send in your warrior angels and people, Heavenly Father, to break up the demon's plot and plan to usurp authority on this earth by man's limited knowledge on spiritual forces. God, we need divine intervention. We need your people, God. Please, dear God, use our these ministers, T.D. Jakes, Joel Osteen, Heavenly Father. We need them in leadership positions to guide, to help guide this earth, to get rid of this demon-killing force. We bind up that demon spirit of COVID. We bind up the demon spirit of cancer. We bind up every single infectious disease created in the laboratory, God. We send it to the pit of hell. God, we ask you to give the people the voices, Heavenly Father, to pull these demons out. God, I ask you to bless that congresswoman that's risking her life, exposing Fauci, exposing the corruption in Congress. God, cover her from head to toe. God, we need more congresswomen like her. Bless her, Lord. Give her the strength. Protect her, God. Don't let these demons take her out there, God. Watch over her, Heavenly Father. 
and every single congressperson, the Heavenly Father, that's trying to do the right thing and doing things according to your will, give them divine favor. God, we stand on your word. It says, ask and we shall find. Seek and, seek and we shall find. Ask and we shall receive. We, your word says, decree a thing and it shall be established. As we have spoken in prayer, it shall be so. Our prayers shall produce desired results. We do not pray in vain. God, just give us the endurance and perseverance and time, God, to see the change come. Our prayers shall produce desired results. Our prayers shall produce desired testimonies in the name of Jesus Christ. Territorial spirits and powers, you cannot hinder our prayers. Sins and flesh cannot hinder our prayers because it is done. It is sealed by the blood of Jesus Christ. It is delivered to each and every one of us in Jesus' name. And one more prayer to cover that girl, Heavenly Father, Helena. May she be God, protect her. May she be with you, dear God. She was an advocate for your work. God, don't let her death go in vain. Let it make a difference on this earth, dear God. Let her work stand and let it continue, dear God. Let her be with you, dear God. Please, dear God, cover her. Don't let them <clears throat> use her in any type of deadly experimentation. God, please protect each and every one of us as we go through this weekend coming up. We thank you, God, for the week you brought us through. We ask you, God, to cover each and every one of us. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Anybody else want to pray? Hello? Hola? Hello. I'm not on here because I have a fan going very loud. So I was okay. Who, who uh, for my table. Uh, it says everybody's still here. And Cheryl, okay. you still here? Cheryl. Cheryl, did you go to sleep? <laughs> it's like two in the morning. So plus two in the morning. I can understand. She's, it says she's still there. Um, Mary, but, I, I you know, I, I want to. Um, okay. Yeah, something important because what happens, um, our government, our government agencies like FBI, my, like my sheriff's department, they are serious, literal practicing masons. Um, it's witchcraft. Point to it, besides the fact that they curse themselves, even on the first when you go in, it doesn't, you know. And, um, <clears throat> you know, the first whatever, when they're initiative, initiates. But anyway, the point is, it's like witchcraft. They get a bunch of them, they're praying or cursing against, of a, against us in a circle. We need to do the same. We need to counter it because they're doing it far more than what, when, what we are doing. Most Christian people don't realize that. They're constant. And this is our government. These are government agencies. They're agents. I mean, at some point, there's supposed to be a separation between church and state, even if it's demonic, okay, especially when they're going around hurting people and killing them and all this other stuff, profiting. That's illegal. Um, but besides that point, Easter is coming, so we have to be absolutely, I have masons as her, are all the way up. Frederick is a sorcerer. He calls him, himself a magician. That's why they were sending people in um, with their name Marley, okay? 
Marlin, Marlin, short for Marlin the Magician. That's my purpose sarcasm, okay? Um, but, you know, all of us really do, whether we know it, it's all behind the scenes, it's hidden, and that's how we have to go at them. And we have to remember that. We have to go as a group. We have to extend the group, make the group bigger so that we can do the same thing, but in the opposite direction. And um, so I just want you to become aware of that, everybody to become aware of that, that. We really need to do that because we really are, that's what we're dealing with on a daily basis. So, um, and uh, my, these are my sweets. My American perps are trying to say, look at we're doing, they use Lucifer, Luciferianism is that whatever we t- say, they take those, every word we say and turn it into the opposite. That's how involved they are. That's what the AI quantum computers are about and the D-Wave quantum computers that are out of Canada. They have programmed it to do that. So, mm-hmm. um, anyway. So that's where we're, you know, you know, got our work cut out for us. Yeah, they do it. They do it. They were saying that they're more organized than we are. That's, that's pretty insulting, you know? Yeah. So, and it's unfortunate, but, uh, you know, they are more organized because they have the money to organize. Well, they do the curse, you know? the press, not just money, whatever. Um, you know, and they, they think it's funny. They, they think we're a joke. Um, that's what Z-Pub was kind of, you know, doing to me, who was on um, B.B. Teich's call. And um, I don't even know Z-Pub's real name. Oh, you know, I'm like, whatever. You know, and then she's trying to flatter me. Oh, you have your, what did she call me? There's something, some kind of psychic. Oh, you're, you're clairvoyant. I'm like, that? Eh? <laughs> I never called myself a clairvoyant. <laughs> uh, she's trying to compliment me. I'm like, huh? <laughs> and she had to repeat it. She didn't think I was, I didn't hear her or something. I heard her. I just wasn't, I'm like, you're not impressing me. Okay? You're sub, you could be all the demon world. I really don't care. That's your bro, not mine. <laughs> I'm a Nina, not who's that kind of idiot. Nina, um, you got some lady uh, on your you got some yeah, lady on your page? Yes, yeah. she was on Phoebe uh, Pice's call, and she did. And she's like, you know, I, I just kind of spot them, and then I kind of put the light on them. Can I play it? Y'all is using these people for your own fucking agenda. Because they didn't work in this country all their lives. And all you could find to get them when this damn COVID broke out. $1,400 check, and you taking billions of dollars, sending over there to another country that ain't did a damn thing. Be careful. But he, 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 y'all motherfucking yeah. ass. Oh, Lord. them over there. <laughs> and y'all want us to feel sorry for them over there, and all they giving a damn right. about us over here. We want to get the fuck away from y'all. Oh, Lord. Oh, boy. Point blank. <laughs> we don't like y'all. Oh, no I more. can't. I can't. I can't. You're right. <laughs> Lord. Yeah, Nina, you I put that on your page. Yeah, I like you. Uh, you okay. I oh mean, I don't do very goodness. often. Yeah, but I was. I mean, it's just the way it kind of came out of me. I like it. That it kind of that. Bam, you know. That's, that's I, I ghetto like... boo boo. That is straight okay. ghetto. Okay. There's a better way to do things. You know, she did not. You know, mm-hmm. have to go there. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, let me put this on my tape. 
uh, and I wanted Cheryl to hear it, but Cheryl, you're asleep. Uh, Anne is asleep too. Well, I think Anne, yeah. Anne has you a just, hard time. She has to sleep. She has to sleep upright in a chair. Remember? Yeah. That's horrible. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Let, me, let me just get a few minutes of this woman on this tape. Okay. Hey, everyone. This is Congresswoman Marjorie Taylor Greene. I want to tell you how corrupt Congress is. Now, you would not believe what happened last night. As a matter of fact, I'm still shocked about it. And the rest of the Republicans, we're all shocked about it. So you've been hearing probably about the omnibus bill that has been going through the Appropriations Committee. This is a $1.5 trillion omnibus bill that none of us got to see anything in the bill, in the bill text. We had no idea what was in it until this morning when we found out that the Rules Committee, which is a Democrat-controlled committee, and they, they put out their... Um, basically their alert on their website. They did not email any of us. They put it on their website after midnight, midnight as, as in early this morning, they put it on their website that the rules committee would be meeting at 1.30 a.m. AM. And that is where they, the rules committee meets to debate the bill. Now, normally in how Congress should work, but it doesn't work this way since Pelosi has been speaker is an appropriations bill is something that every member of Congress can go. They, we can put amendments in, we can debate on the bill. And then once it goes to rules committee, that is where we can go and argue back and, and try to put amendments and try to make changes. So they met in the middle of the night, in the dark of night, the Democrat-run Rules Committee met at 1.30 in the morning, and by 2.30 a.m., 2.30 a.m., early this morning, they had passed the $1.5 trillion omnibus bill, and they released the bill text. So for all of us here in Washington, when we woke up earlier this morning, we found out that it was too late to go in and try to put amendments in, try to argue back, try to get things removed from this horrendous, absolutely horrendous $1.5 trillion spending bill that's supposed to keep the government uh, the lights on. But no, we weren't able to do that because the Democrats snuck it through, literally snuck it through from 1.30 in the morning till 2.30 in the morning. They did not tell us ahead of time. No one had any idea until they put it on their website after midnight. After midnight, they posted it. So none of us knew. How were we supposed to know? This, supposed to know. This is not how Congress is supposed to work. It's completely broken. So when you look at our government and you you are shocked and cannot believe the things that happen here in Washington, D.C., I am telling you, this is how corrupt it is. It is so corrupt. It is shocking. I mean, I've been here since January of 2021, and I have been continuously, my mind has been blown at how bad it is here in Washington and how corrupt and how things just are done the wrong way. But the fact that last night the Rules Committee met after midnight and they told no one and they snuck in there in the dark of night, meeting from 1.30 to 2.30 a.m. to pass the omnibus bill. That just means that they, they wanted to sneak it through and they didn't want anyone to stop them. So now we have no way of changing the bill, no way of adding amendments, no way of doing anything. We're just well, forced to vote illegal? on it today. Isn't that le illegal? On this one yeah. Yes. Today, no, one, no one is going to do that. 
other senators and 41 pages of 1.5 trillion in spending. Please mm -hmm. share this video, share this video so that everyone knows how corrupt and how horrible Congress is being run by Speaker Nancy Pelosi and the Democrats. Never been done this way in history. Things should, this is this is so broken. It is so wrong. Please share this video and let people know that the Democrats met in the dark of night in the Rules Committee from 1:30 to 2:30 a.m. to sneak by the 1.5 trillion dollar omnibus bill, 2,741 for a long time. You know them doing that and giving them. I can't. I can't you. They've been doing that for a long time. They had um, senators, politicians complaining. They'll hand us, you know, 20,000 pages and expect us to read it in one hour. And I mean, just yelling, screaming, being super angry. The other thing—that's ridiculous. Yeah, it's illegal, of course. But you gotta that, and then also, um, you know, doing this in the dead. Come on, I mean, enough is enough. I'm glad she's there because it could be worse. She could not be there, you know, talking about this. And it would be business as usual. And that's my point. And um, also, um, at some point, I'm wondering if she's going to get brave enough to say that these people are Masons. Okay? George Floyd, them getting down on their knees was all wide shot, eyes wide shut, and that was all Mason. Also Mason in our face. In our face. Even with the cops that they put up in uh, D.C. <laughs> They're just they, they love their mockeries, and they love to be sacrilegious. So, um, and they're cursing that poor person's soul when they're dying. That's how these people play. Um, uh, um, I'll see if I can get her attention. And uh, so, you know, you know, a lot of people are afraid to do anything because they'll attack you. You know? You know and, uh, you know, and, uh, yeah. that was one of Terry's videos. You got any other good videos? Well, mine was mine, and mine was with Isaiah and uh, Ryan um, Lestrange. Oh, he looks Hispanic, but I don't know. People are mixed. You can never tell. Um, well, I can't. I mean, I know the government can, but. That's with their DNA stuff. They can tell with all these frequencies. Um, yeah, and and I I don't like I gave you that link. I was thinking about doing it right now. Um, let me do it. I can get it. Um, work for me. Okay, I'm gonna give you the link right now. It's about all of us and how to. We have to undo the curses, uh, word curses, everything. We do it unintentionally. We don't know that we're doing that. And that's why there's so much power, they say, in the tongue, that we have to learn to be the opposite instead of being self-deprecating. Things that our parents have done, you know, that kind of stuff. It's a lot more work than you think, especially when you've gotten into the habit of doing it. And I think my prayers were encouraging me because I had never been like this, especially to this level. And I had gotten to a point where I was, you know, I know it sounds silly and insane, but I like my, my mouth was clean. And then when I, when I keep getting attacked, they enjoy it that I get angry and I lose it. They, they keep working on doing that. And let me give you the link before I start talking because you'll forget about what I'm talking about. 
Um, okay. There you are. That's your telephone number. Okay. Um, yeah, there it came through. And it's called Breaking Curses. And um, Isaiah, he's pretty young. He's on a mission. He's got a lot of energy. Um, sometimes I want them to slow down a little bit. Um, Isaiah Salvador, he's out of California. And then there's Ryan. I'm not exactly sure. He's the first one to be in his family to be a minister, a pastor. I don't know the difference in the terminology. But he wrote a book, and I got the Kindle version because that's what I could afford right now. And uh, he does have a website. And, um, yeah, you know, also play the shofar, stuff like that. I play that because that's what they're doing. They're doing this behind the scenes, especially if you got family members. You really, you know, all those weird things where you see with the masons, their knee up, and because they bind, they cursed themselves in the demonic realm. And when you hear it, it is horrific. And then they do this to their family. I suppose. Whoa. Yeah, they're willing to do it to themselves. These are some scary people, you know. And, um, you know, whatever. And uh, that's what they're doing. They do this like it's, they use the Bible, they everything. They use every religion. And they curse it and bind it so that they gain the power, <clears throat> you know, to further curse other people. They've been doing this for a long time. So thousands of years, and that's what Switzerland is all about, and that's where all this child sacrifice and crap and garbage and child human trafficking is all about. And uh, they've cursed themselves, really. But they want to be part of that, and they think we're the idiots. Um, so, um, and uh, yeah, they also see um, killing others within their stuff as getting points. But anyway, my purse, mine starts with my FBI and my Stuart McDonald. He he loves to climb the ladder. So I have to be careful. I have to be very careful. Because he's he's very much that ego. Um, I'm gonna go leave this room so it's not super loud. But I have a feeling everybody's really tired. And uh, you know, for me it's midnight for you guys, two o'clock in the morning. And I slept. I got home. I slept. I was exhausted. I could keep my eyelids open. And then I woke up not even knowing exactly where I was at, what day it was. It was 8 o'clock. I'm like, 8 o'clock in the morning? How come it's so dark out? <laughs> That's how out of it I was. So, um, yeah, I want to bring that awareness and then also start working on my prayers, stuff like that, and um, and praying over all of these things if you know what I mean. So um, I have got to get into mm-hmm. the habit of doing that. Yeah, very much so. <laughs> um, you yeah. want me to play a little bit of Terry's call since we missed it? I'll um, skip through it. Sure. See okay. Important. <laughs> Good evening, everybody. I'm welcome to another series. They'll uh, cave all the windshields on the cars and everything like damage the car oh it's well we're getting some more of it now Uh, it's it's not unusual to have baseball or softball size hail and somewhere in texas each year we had a a really quick storm like that one summer when it was yeah and the picture that terry sent me 
Uh, she's at such a distance, you can't hardly see anything. Such a magnifying. Exactly right. Terry hit the nail exactly on the head right there. Couldn't have said it any better. Nice. So, so I'm going to stay with what we have here. So, um, if there was an extension out there, so you asked for leave extension of time to answer the defendant. So, you still have up to that date to put in your paperwork. But like you said, you want to do it as soon as possible. Don't be wasting time. Exactly. Okay. Or something. Yes. All right. And now here's the next question. Some things you want to block, uh, not too far, but, you know, to give yourself extra time. But on something like this, the clock is the judge's clock, and you don't have control of it. Okay. Now, when you ask for that leave to amend the, the leave to amend the complaint, well, remember, yeah. if you're going early, you don't forgot, need to forgot. leave to amend. That's, that's correct. Keep that out your judgment. When when you file that amended complaint, you don't have no. I heard what you said. I got it. I got it. Cause you already <laughs> asking because of a mistake. You said you had a mistake, and you the other well, uh, well, Terry. Or I mean, uh, um. Kim? Yeah, Kim, yeah. Um, you're, you're trying to make this too difficult. I am. I am. You, you are, you're overthinking this. Listen, you realize at some point after you file your complaint, they, they send something back and they respond like their uh, uh, answer and their uh, motion for judgment on the pleadings. Or <clears throat> anyway, whatever the name of the document is. Okay, as soon as you realize that you left something out that really should be in there, you it shouldn't take you but a day to rewrite and put in whatever you got. You've already got a copy of your other complaint. It shouldn't take you more than 45 minutes to be able to insert whatever little bit was left out. You don't have to rewrite the whole thing. Right. In other words... Get it done yesterday. As soon as you figure out you need to do that, it's it's not like, oh, well, we got time. We got a week or we got. No, 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 you don't. Turn it around immediately, if not sooner. That's the point I'm trying to make. And like all other pleadings, once the case has been filed and has been <coughs> made and a response has come in, uh, you, like anything else, you have to uh, send it to the other side as well as to the court. Your yes. Yeah, just okay. like any other filing. That's no different. Right. Okay. Now, I'm saying people write first. Go ahead. Sounds like you. I was just wondering, I need to clarify something. I thought in federal court, I'm speaking, that you had the right to do an amendment without seeking leave of the court before the other party filed an answer or an affirmative document. Is that not correct? Technically, I don't believe it is correct. You you can, I, I have had parties 
where uh, they have answered, and mm -hmm. uh, I have filed an amended complaint without leave of court, without requesting leave of court. I've done it multiple okay. times myself. Okay. Case, uh, the other side may object and say, wait a we already answered the lawyer. Well, the courts are going to be bad as just juvenile, and, and they're going to say, well, you know, it's accepted. If it goes on the docket and it's accepted, then the other side can argue, but they're not going to get anywhere. Okay, thank you. What was wrong with the first complaint? What was that? What was the mistake on Kim's first complaint? Oh, well, she failed. Well, it was her husband, but it was under the uh, 1680... Uh, uh, 1692? GB, where they the violation was that they continued to try to collect after failing to validate when they were properly requested to do so. And when he wrote his account on that, he did not put in that they had been requested properly to provide validation, failed to do so, and then continued, continued to try to collect. Continued to he left out that part. Okay. Right, because you can't sue. Oh, okay. for well, actually, we did put it in. We didn't do it as elegantly as you said. <laughs> uh, but the, some of the questions were, well, if you didn't do it that way, how do you fix it? And I'm like, what? What she's trying to show is that the critical thing is when you sue, is not suing just because they did not validate the debt. The issue that is illegal is that they continued collection. That's the problem. You can't continue collection unless the debt is validated. I'm 30 and I enjoyed my time. All right. And I just did a I just did a Google on it, and it's the very at the very top, Cornell.edu, Heinz versus Jenkins, five fourteen U.S. two ninety one from nineteen ninety five. Yep, nice. And I always remember what Jesse said: don't write a lot, make it simple and sweet. Don't don't go crazy. Just layman terms. You're pro se, but get the point across. So it is. Answer everything. I love it. All right. That's Bye for I, now. I'll be quiet. <laughs> that's what I got to learn how to do. A little better, you know, because I go Next all color. out. Next question. What is you want to talk about? I have a question. Oh, yeah. I was on um, a few weeks ago. Um, I had showed up in court. For the second time, I'm the homeschool mom of four children, <laughs> and um, they, the people that are suing me, did not show up for the second time. Um, I received a letter mail from them, uh, dated February 18th, and our, our court date was February 22nd. But um, I got this after the court date, um, 
it basically just says that we are proceeding with a request for entry of a default judgment in the above matter. Please advise if an amicable resolution becomes possible. Okay. I'm not really um, <clears throat> sure. Uh, they they didn't show up to court twice, but now they're going to proceed with a default judgment. Well, they're going to have to put in a motion for default judgment. Have they done that? Have you checked the court docket? Um, I have not. Okay. Here's what likely happened to you is they purposely delayed sending that out to you in the mail so that you didn't get it until after the court date, had no idea what they were doing. That happens all the time. That's one of the sneaky tricks that lawyers do. Okay. Do you ever That's think that a lawyer is in any way fair or honest? Or, or ethical. Now, one thing to do, here's just a note of caution for everybody who listens to this kind of stuff. Do you remember the exact date that you got that letter? Uh, pretty sure it was two days after I went to court, so probably the 24th. Okay. Now, if pretty not, sure. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Pretty sure. It's not sure because you documented okay. it, but it's good enough. The point I want to make to everybody is when it comes to stuff with courts, details are important. Evidence is important, and what you want to do is when you get something like that, you want to mark with a sticky note. Don't Whatever you do, don't write on the document or the envelope because you're spoiling evidence by doing that. Never do that. Yeah. Take and put a sticky note on it, put a paper clip along with a sticky note so you don't lose it or whatever, but received on such and such a date. And then if that ever comes up as an issue in the in – the, uh, future, you can state, well, um, I didn't, we had a court date on the 21st and I didn't receive this until the 23rd, uh, but yet the letter shows a date of uh, the 17th. Okay. Um, how, well, how do you know you didn't get it? Uh, you know, the, the lawyer or the judge or whatever says, well, how do you know you didn't get it till the 23rd? Because I noted it on a sticky note and put it on the envelope. You can see I have it right here. That's the date that I put. I, when I write it, I put R-E-C-D, received. I don't bother with the apostrophe. And yeah. then put the date. Right. Okay. So... <clears throat> Get get back to the let's get back to the story. So you you got that in February. They didn't show up for the second time, um, and nothing else has happened. No. Okay. You want to put in a motion to dismiss, or or have you been studying and you want to have more time to study? Um. Well, I've been going. The court back to court for my for a because I did put in a motion to dismiss and and it hasn't every time I go they just they, they haven't showed up so well no wait a minute every time you go they haven't showed up what is what do you mean by that 
I've been twice. Um, I put in a motion to dismiss, and um, every court date that I've had was to rule on the motion to dismiss. Um, I showed up the first time. They did not show up, so it got rescheduled for February 22nd. And then I went February 22nd, and they weren't there again. Okay. And what happened on that second one when they didn't show up? Um, some the I think we went over this the last time I was on the call. Uh, they you had told me that the clerk clerk was the one that said um, that it was rescheduled or I can't remember the verbiage that I used. Um, okay, tip here. You should write this stuff down so you can re reflect back on exactly what was said, quote, unquote. Okay? Yeah. Things are important. All right. You didn't do it. So, all right. So, there hasn't been anything else. Your, your motion to dismiss is still there. Have you requested, first of all, do you want more time to study or do you want to kick the sleeping dog on the porch and have it bite you? Which one do you want to do? Um, I don't want to get bit, so. <laughs> All right. Have you been studying? Have you been learning? Have you been coming on the calls and asking questions? I have not been here the past two weeks, so no. All right. Then that tells me you're not really worried about winning this case. Because if you were, you'd be doing that. Right. Maybe you need to start getting worried. Maybe you should start getting concerned, and maybe if you really want to win this battle, you need to start learning. I can't do it for you. Right. And I'm, and I'm not going to chase you to do it. I'm just telling you I'm being painfully honest. You're showing me you don't want it bad enough up to this point because that dog is liable to wake up and come after you and bite you anyway. You're, you, you're getting time to learn, utilize it to your best benefit is my suggestion. If you're not going to do that, then just expect to be bitten somewhere along the line. Right, because if the court has set two dates for a hearing on your motion to dismiss, and the plaintiff has failed to appear, then the ball is now in the court's uh, to rule or set another date. It's and is the, court, is the court showing you that the court's treating you fairly? No. Thank you. So whose side is the court on? Is it being neutral or is it leaning to one side? Um, definitely side? not on my <laughs> Well, but the, see, we're trying to make a point here. You can't just sit around on this stuff because that's where you're going to get bit. You, you've you got an opportunity to learn, but it's up to you to do that. You know, right. I don't I don't I don't send the knowledge in an envelope through the mail and you get it. And oh, wow, I know exactly. How. No, no. You have right. to put the effort into it. And uh, uh, if you don't, you're probably going to get bit. I mean, that's the, that's the bottom line. It's up to you. 
so far you're showing you're not you're demonstrating through your actions you're not very concerned from my viewpoint if i were in your shoes i'd be very concerned and i'd be doing whatever i could to be learning not knowing how much time i've got before there's another time when all of a sudden the court might just turn around and stick it to you and maybe the court bites you instead of the, the other side or the court sets another date and you don't get notified and they do show up and the court just gives them a, a judgment on default because you didn't show up So it's up to you. Don't I'll trust the court yeah. any more than you trust those lawyers. No. Well, it's up to you whether you want to learn and, you know, have a fighting chance or whether you just want to sit back and wait and see what happens. Because if you wait and see what happens, I can pretty much guarantee you're going to get bit. Right. Okay. And we don't mean to be mean about it or ultra critical. It's just we, it's our job to tell you the absolute truth of what our experience is. And right. we learned this because we knew everything from the get-go. Been there, done that, learned the hard way. I mean, they all the whole journey, right there. Well, yeah, we've, we've been through this. I mean, we haven't experienced, you know, losing in in that sense because we didn't do that we've been on top of it but we've learned that that's something that's absolutely important we understood it uh because we understood the process but we've tried to help other people we've shown other people uh <clears throat> what they need to do and coach them and in our experience has been the people that listen to us and take action and are proactive and will do what they need to do, they have a much better chance of a good outcome. Whereas those people that don't, they just kind of sit around and wait, usually get bit. Yeah. And that's why I made the, uh, uh, that's why I said what I said. Like Carrie said, we're just here to tell you the truth. It may not be what you want to hear, but we're, t we're here to tell you the truth. Right. Sometimes that might even be painful. I, I have a question. Well, hang, hang on. Let us, let's see if there's any more to this conversation here. But it's for well, her. Yeah, it's for me. <laughs> it, oh. uh, well, I mean, if she has the court against her, what would be her, even a possible answer for her to go forward? The, the way forward is she has to make a decision whether she wants to learn and while she has some time and then at some future point in time when she's got more knowledge under her belt to go back and tell the court that she wants a hearing date and then when the other side doesn't show up, her being prepared to jump down the neck of the court in a nice way you don't you know you don't get be a jerk but to be forceful in the court and say look this is the third time i've been here for this and the court refuses to to do anything about it i move the court again verbally here before the court that i want this case dismissed 
court should grant my motion to dismiss. Um, they have failed to appear three times now, and I have appeared every time. I'm not be, being afforded due process. They are, they are, I'm not being treated fairly before the court. Right now, she doesn't have enough knowledge and confidence in her knowledge to walk into that court and handle that situation on her own. But right now, the dog is sleeping on the, on the porch. So as long as that dog is sleeping on the porch, she should be using the time to gain the knowledge and confidence to be able to contact the court, request another hearing date, show up in that court, and deal with it in a professional manner to her benefits. Right. Exactly right. And I, I wasn't aware that you could even do that since the fact of the matter is is that she didn't bring this to the court. They did. So what? She's, she can request it be dismissed if they, right. they file a complaint. That. Well, but the point is the court hasn't heard it. The court keeps, uh, the, the other side right. doesn't show up and the court lets them off the hook. She's right. got to force the issue at some point. But she's got to have the knowledge and confidence to force the issue when she is ready to present it in a way that will result in her benefit. Right. And that's not just by waiting until some future time and not making any preparations or studying or, or practicing. Or, or walking into court and expecting a judge to say, well, yeah, this really isn't fair, and they really shouldn't be treating you like this. And we're and I'm just going to rule it and dismiss it. You'll never count on a judge doing that. Right. Okay. All right. Thank you for that. I think that would give her some direction to go in the for the future. Right. See, she's got a gift right now. All that dog is sleeping. Yeah. She should be learning as much as she can and preparing for a final battle that ends up in her favor. Right. Because, you know, um, you can get things in your favor nearly every time if you know how to go about it and how to deal with that court when you are faced with a necessity to be in front of the judge. There's a little four-word uh, statement that holds very true in almost all cases. You snooze, you lose. I guess our biggest problem is that we we expect the court to act in the manner that we thought they were there for. <laughs> Well, well, that's an unrealistic expectation in this world we live in. Right. Obviously, it's the biggest downfall of the American public, the American consumer. 
okay, are under the misinformation, uh, misconception, misconception that the court is there to provide you with justice. No, the court is not there to provide you with justice. The court is nothing more than a referee. He may be wearing a dress, but what he really should be wearing, so that you would totally understand, is a striping shirt like the referee on a soccer field. Because that is what the judge, the court is. Just a referee between the two sides to keep everything under certain rules, to keep things above board, and from the two sides shoot each other to come to a resolution. But people think that the court, meaning the judge or a jury, is there to be fair and deliver justice under unto them when they are done wrong. No, that is not the purpose of the court. You have to manipulate the court, whether you like that word or not. You have to manipulate the court into a position where it must mm -hmm. rule in your, in your favor and deliver justice unto you when you deserve it. But you have to drive that bus. You have to force that court. Well, and, and what you got to think about I'll give you an example. You got, you've had two chances where they were supposed to be there and they weren't there. If you do things right the third time and the court ignores you and rules against you, you get ruled against somewhere along the line. You've set up a wonderful appeal. Exactly. Oh yeah, slam dunk appeal because the court really failed to do its the, job. The, the court just kind of let them go on and go on and go on and go on until they pull something and then and then the court rules against you. And I do due process and greatly prejudiced you. Exactly. So, you know, yeah. that, is, that is wonderful grounds for an appeal and you wouldn't win. So anyway, um, that's the bottom line. It's up to you what you want to do. We're here to help, but you have to reach out to us. You have to study. You have to figure out what you want to do. If you just want to take your chances and let it go. Um, like I said, there's that old four-word four sentence that seems to hold pretty true. You snooze, you lose. And one place that you should start, and you should start, I mean, is your court's local rules. Okay. Get your court's rules, whatever court you're in. Uh, and this is not federal, so, you know, so it's easy because we can just provide you with, uh, with the um, federal rules of civil procedure, and then it would just be local rules. But you need to become very familiar with the rules of the court because there are rules that both you and the other side and the court have to abide by for every step, for every motion, for discovery, for every uh, action in a suit, uh, in a case as it goes along. 
There are rules that govern the court's behavior, the lawyers on the other side's behavior, and your behavior. So what you want to be looking for is what does the local rules, your court's rules, and your state court's rules in general, have to say about a motion to dismiss filed by a defendant. Make sure you understand those rules, because when you read them, it might make it very, very clear to you exactly what your next move needs to be at the next hearing. Okay. We'll so have to demand a hearing because they haven't, they even stated that there wasn't another hearing scheduled for the future. So they're just waiting, you know, like, so she would have to demand the hearing. Right. We're just now, like we said, mm -hmm. all the yeah. So what should she She's got enough knowledge and the correct verbiage in her head, on paper, and the confidence to do it. Then she just needs to demand uh, enough. The court set another hearing and bring it to an end in that third hearing. Mm -hmm. if, if they didn't show up for two, two hearings, don't they automatically say the nope. next hearing is going to be? No. Nope. Okay. Nope. There's any automatic anything. Uh, it's the discretion of the court. It's, yep, it's entirely up to, uh, up to the judge unless now in some jurisdictions, in some state-level courts, like here in North Carolina, the clerk can do stuff like that. Uh, but that's unusual. Usually the clerks don't have that much power. But uh, here they do in the very low courts, in the, uh, you know, local state courts. But see, that's why you need to understand your state rules, court rules, and the court that you're in, their local rules. So where can I find that? Online. You probably can find it online. If you don't find what you're looking for, go on down to the court and ask the clerk for a copy. She may charge you for it. But, uh, okay. And if she says, well, you can find that on such and such a website, take her nicely and go to that website and get it. Yeah. If you if you look up at the uh, top of the paperwork that you've gotten, it'll tell you what the court is, and just uh, uh, look that up online. You should probably be able to find them online. Right. Okay. And, and then and just look in the website for the uh, court rules. The other thing is to get all your court rules for every court in your state is to go on the bar association in your state. I don't know what state you're in. I'm in New Hampshire. I go to newhampshirebar.org. Every court is right there. You just select the court that you want, and you're going to get the rules right there. Thank you, Sheila. Thank you. And I'm going to stress very strongly because you're just starting out, um, and the rules are different. Like I was just talking about here in North Carolina, they're really wacky in, in our, our local court. Um, in regards to clerks, okay, uh, I just 
these crooked clerks all over the country. But you want to always do not make enemies of your clerk. Deal with them very professionally, civilly, kindly, because most of them get treated like crap from the judges and the lawyers. And they can either be a great benefit to you or your worst enemy. So you want to have a good relationship with that clerk that you're dealing with always. And usually, if you treat them right and with respect, you'll get respect back because they don't get a lot of it. They get a lot of disrespect. The lawyers blame them for all their mistakes. Judges do it too. You know, it's a thankless job. And it's not an easy job either. So, you know, remember that. And the other thing is, never ever ask your clerk in any court for legal advice. You can only ask for procedural answers. Right. Uh, okay. Do, do, does this court have a, a template for pro se on a motion to dismiss? That would be a procedural question. Okay. Never say to the clerk, well, now they filed uh, a motion for summary judgment. What, what should I do next? No, the clerk cannot answer that. Right. <clears throat> okay. If, uh, if, What's that? If the clerk twice, and isn't that the right time for the defendant to say, Your Honor, um, can I have a third hearing? Or a date for a third hearing and complain about no well, well, well we understand what you're saying but you're you're not understanding what we're trying to get across to the young lady here is she didn't do anything at that second hearing like that she's had time to study she hasn't been and she needs to so that she's prepared to go ahead that's what the issue is that we've been discussing here so that when the time comes that there is another hearing on that, she is prepared as well as she can be to deal with that situation at that time. That's the essence of everything we've discussed. At that second hearing, when she didn't show up, she didn't know what to do. She didn't know how to force the issue. She didn't know how to force the issue. It could have ended on that day. But since she did not have the knowledge or the confidence, to be able to stand up and know how to bring it to you and how to force you with the court, then she needs to be prepared to do that before she asks for the court to set a third hearing. She can go in there prepared to bring it into the style. Okay, can the plaintiff also ask for a third hearing or the the plaintiff can set a date for uh, a hearing on it, but generally they're not going to do that. Because the motion is against them. They, they don't want to hurry the court up. 
It's a motion to throw their case out. They're going to lay on that porch and sleep waiting on the court to decide when a court wants to set another hearing. Why should they want to hurry things up? Well, well, the plaintiff understands that uh, they're not just walking in and getting default judgment. There's somebody on the other side that's actually fighting them, at least to some degree at this point, put in a motion yeah. to dismiss. And she shows up every time. Right. So they're like, mm, well, mm, how much does she know? Well, at this point in time, I think it's safe for, that we can say not enough. Exactly. And they're sitting there just saying, yeah, we'll just sit back which way the cat jumps. So, so anyway. The, the court will set the third hearing? Not necessarily. Not necessarily. It may do it on its own, or it might just sit there until she goes in and requests a third hearing. The court doesn't have to do anything at this point. See, the, 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 whole, the whole bottom line point of this is she needs to be educating herself so that instead of this hanging out there and not knowing what it is and hoping for the best and, you know, well, you know how far hoping gets you. Um, and, uh, you know, doing this, the you snooze, you lose routine and then expecting some kind of a good result out of it, that kind of stuff just doesn't work. It's called educate yourself and then you're in a position where if you go to the court and say hey i want this thing disposed of i want a hearing date then <clears throat> when that hearing date comes up she's prepared to go in and make her arguments yeah I mean, the whole thing in a nutshell you don't want to sign up for a chess tournament but you have to play the game of chess in your yeah So it's just, it's all about education, you know. And my my question of, I, I've asked literally hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of times in the last 11 years, how bad do you want it? Thank you. You're welcome. Good luck. Okay, we're after 10 o'clock, but there is another question. If you if you sell your house, um, do you have to pay a tax on that? Uh, like capital gains tax or something like that? On your state? Right. Depends on the threshold. You know, there's a threshold, so you have to look it up. Threshold is what? What is that? Well, I mean, in some places it might be quarter of a million. I think it is here in New Hampshire. Um, but you also, you know, you might want to seek the advice of a accountant as well. But uh -huh. I think pretty much that is available online. Yeah, Trump changed that um, threshold, I think, capital gains. Is that how is it going for? Almost half a million now. Yeah. <laughs> there might be a limit to like your first house. You can you don't have to claim it, or you know if you got more than one house. I don't know. It's different in every state, so you have to look it up. 
and a lot of the a lot of the investment money that's gone into it has gone straight into China. Yep. The brand. My 32-year-old son, who is in San Diego now, he lives there now, um, he formed an LLC with one of the guys that he went to grad school with at NYU. And they just bought a piece of property in San Diego, and they're going to build a 60-unit apartment building on that site. San Diego has lifted all kinds of codes, and you know, because they're a sanctuary city, right? And they're encouraging this type of stuff. I said to Colin, I said, how are you going to get the construction supplies? How are you going <laughs> to? He's like, that's not my problem. That'll be the, con- you know, the, sub- the contractor's problem. It's mom. I said, oh, okay. Because I, yep. I understand there's a lot of, you know, people trying to get refrigerators and stoves and all this other stuff is like. There are stuff. problems in the supply chain. There, there's tremendous <laughs> problems in the supply chain. <laughs> Yeah, depending on who the containers that are sitting offshore. I mean, they're trying to bring them in. I'm sure there's still many out there. Well, oh, there's there's tons of them out there. The problem is California's regulations on truckers. Yeah, no kidding. My brother-in-law, who is you can't uh, can't even go buy a new car. Oh God! Take your car into a dealer for some major fix because they can't get the parts. You'll be sitting there without a car for six months and just waiting on parts. With with the um, sanctions that they're putting on Russia, Russia, um, what is it, nickel that goes into the catalytic yeah. converters now? Well, nickel is used in a lot of different things. It's very right. high demand, but yeah, it's there's a major problem with nickel. Those sanctions don't hurt Russia one tiny bit. You know, no, they don't. Well, the, well, the sanctions that were put on uh, are basically uh, shutting out the central bank out of the SWIFT system. They mm-hmm. can't pay money. The value of the ruble has gone in the dirt. And the people that are being hurt are the Russian people. It's not the oligarchs. It's not Putin or the oligarchs or anything else. It's the the Russian people. The inflation there is so bad because the ruble has gone just down the drain. And it's going to get worse the longer it goes. And uh, it's just a matter of time. What's what's happening is, and there's a lot of people don't understand this. I I understand more of it because I do listen to War Room. Uh, and if if you don't listen to War Room, you don't know what it is. Warroom.org. You need to start listening to it. It's a podcast with Steve Bannon. Uh, there's an immense amount of very detailed information from very 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 smart people that are on that program. I've listened to it for quite a long period of time. I listen for two hours in the morning and uh, at least one hour, if not two in the afternoon. But the bottom line is what's happening is the U.S., because of the stupidity of the Rat Pack in Washington, they they are building up to the demise of the U.S. dollar. Okay, this is what's going to hurt us long term. And the reason for this is 
the dollar has been used for all international transactions forever. Okay. If you wanted to buy gold, you had to buy it in dollars. If you wanted to buy crude oil, you had to buy it in dollars. Okay. It's known as King dollar. But what's happening now, because they are, they have, you know, we're, we're dealing with different types of warfare. You've got kinetic warfare, which is, you know, I'm shooting at you with a gun or a rocket or a missile or a, a nuclear, whatever. That's kinetic war. But you also have cyber war, information warfare, and we're all being bombarded with uh, information warfare. It's like the mainstream media is all propaganda. There's no truth to the mainstream media whatsoever. Uh, any reasonable person that, that is paying much of attention uh, today knows that the mainstream media is pure propaganda. There's an agenda behind every word that is spoken there. But what's happening is the the situation with the dollar is changing because they have weaponized the dollar against Russia. In other words, what they did is they have taken Russia off the SWIFT system so they can't transact everything. It's frozen a huge amount of their assets. Russia has assets. They have gold and everything else. They can't get to these things because all those transactions were done through the SWIFT monetary system. Okay? What the U.S. has done, our wonderful government, is it is now creating a situation where other countries like China, Iran, Saudi Arabia, and others are setting up alternative systems to make transactions and move money. And they're sticking their uh, thumb in the face of the U.S. What's going to happen is the dollar is going to lose its king dollar. And that's going to affect all of us. The reason that the Federal Reserve has been able to run up a $32 trillion, that's a T, trillion, national debt for the United States is because the dollar, we could print all the dollars we want. That's coming to an end. And we're headed for exactly what happened with Argentina. Argentina used to be a very rich excuse me, well-to-do country like the United States, and their currency went to hell. Why are people from Argentina trying to get to the United States? Now, Russia has moved to the gold standard, and they are participating in China's new uh, system platform because they don't care. They're taking off the Swiss plane. They will get on board with China and Iran and the other countries and use their new system, and they've gone back to the gold standard. Screw the dollar and the American people. And, you know, love him or hate him, you have to respect him. He's going to do what's right for his country. Well, yeah, the bottom line is the dollar is going to start deteriorating because of this. And... There isn't going to be any turning back because once they establish these other means of communication and realize that these countries can't depend on the United States anymore because of the Biden regime and what they've done, that's the dollar 
is going to be going down. It's not going to happen overnight, but it's going to be going down. We all know what's going on with inflation. Inflation will get worse as the dollar goes down. If you think it's bad now, you wait. Exactly. We lose all credibility and value. And one of the main precipitators of things, and uh, there was some stuff that they were talking about today. One of the major allies that we've had for a long time is the country of India. Yep. When Biden pulled his stunt with Afghanistan, there was a lot of interest in, in that situation. I don't know about all the ties, but the Indian government, Prime Minister Modi, very, very, very unhappy with the United States when they just pulled out of Afghanistan and never told anybody anything. They never gave anybody a heads up. And that was a precipitating event for a, a lot of angst against the United States worldwide. And it showed that we are extremely weak militarily that our leadership would even allow something like that to happen. And now on top of that, we've had all these woke generals and, and higher ups in the military that are coming out and saying they're far more concerned with uh, white nationalist uh, studies and all the other woke garbage instead of readiness of our, our troops. And let's put it this way. They had some very, very good discussions today on one specific subject. There's been a lot of them. Uh, it's, it's no secret that China wants to take over Taiwan. They say that's part of China. Well, we, there is a mutual defense agreement between the United States and Taiwan. And maybe you have never paid any attention to this anymore. But one of the reasons why it's hard to get new vehicles and refrigerators and washers and dryers is because all of that stuff has all been converted over to uh, highly specialized electronics that operates all of these things, the chips for the vehicles, everything from the transmission to the air conditioning and the engine, everything, yeah. they all got separate computers. But Taiwan Semiconductor is the largest chip manufacturer on the face of this planet. If China takes over Taiwan, we can expect that we're going to have a huge downturn in the amount of uh, computer chips that we can get. And we have a real problem now. And our military is not able, is not going to be able to stop that takeover and the mutual defense uh, pact no, that we have with them. They're busy turning our military into a bunch of prancing circus ponies. I was going to say the same thing. They're teaching them how to walk heels. They're more concerned with teaching them how to put on lipstick than uh, a rifle. Yeah. And they're making it now. It's all so about the equality of transsexual. Yeah. Yeah, well, it's, it's, it's all the transaction. It's, it's all the woke crap. Let me tell you something. I'm a Vietnam veteran. I've been out of the Army over 50 years. And when I was in 
we're trained to do one thing, kill other people. Mm -hmm. That is the focus of a military. It's mm -hmm. got nothing to do with equality, about being nice. It's about <laughs> killing people. Yeah. That's what military is for. And they're turning it, it, they're turning the U.S. military into a bunch of wussies. Oh, my God. So bad. Okay. What, what does that do for our national security? Oh, it's a joke. It's exactly a joke. Mm -hmm. And if it doesn't change fairly soon, well, I don't think okay. I need to Russia, tell you. Russia and China will go together. And, I mean, it's all over. They already the are. Right, but if, if they engage, it's all over but the memories for everyone. Done. That's right. That's right. If you want to start learning about some of the stuff, maybe you haven't really thought about this, anybody that's listening to this, if you haven't thought about this stuff, thought about how important it is or anything else, I'm going to suggest that you go to warroom.org. There's a podcast. They record them. You can listen to them. You know, I... I'm retired. I sit here. I, I watch charts. I watch markets and stuff. <clears throat> okay. I can sit here and listen to that in the mornings. I listen from 9 to 11 Central Time. And then he's on at uh, 4 o'clock Central Time in the afternoon for one hour. And then he just started the second hour, which is there. But if you take the time to listen to his stuff for about a week, you will really really get your eyes opened on what's going on in this world and in this country because you're going to get facts. You're going to get a perspective from people that want to save this country instead of take it down the drain. And if you can't handle listening to it, well, then hope for the best. But okay. it's, it's about being informed is what it is. Something I haven't I almost took it that I'm going to put in tonight's email. By the way, there's much information other than the call that open the email for. But I was having a conversation earlier with Pat Will, and I don't remember why I, I recalled this particular document in our conversation. We were talking about of banks, etc. And I remembered something that I haven't shared out in years. And I discovered back in the 80s. And this is a document written in 1892. And it is called the Bankers Manifesto. Okay. And though some of you may be familiar with it, I have sent it out in the past, but not for many years now. Um, I'm sending out the link to it again tonight. It's not very long, uh, just a few paragraphs, but you really have to go read that Baker's Manifesto and keep in mind when that was written, 1892. I'm just reminding everybody to open their email tonight because that's in there. And then watch the, the uh, video on YouTube. Every war is a banker's war. They fund both sides. They always have. still do. Another one is, I put a link in an article uh, stating 
fact that Anthony Fauci owns a patent on SARS-CoV-2 GP120 HIV insertion into those vaccines. So you're going to want to read too. Oh, and, and they're, they're already starting to talk and make noise about a, now there's an Omicron uh, variant that's coming out and they're trying to uh, lay the groundwork to uh, scare everybody and uh, said that we, you know, Fauci is, all of a sudden has appeared out of his hole he's been in for the last few weeks saying, you know, we need to get ahead of this and then be thinking about the, whatever measures we mean we may need to take to counter it. But do you remember, Dave? <laughs> what was the last thing he said before he came out and started with that narrative? Do you remember what he said? His last little appearance? Uh, I don't was, listen to him. It, okay. What he said was, well, the They've only got one more 
um, nasty little trick in their bag left, and that's the, the fakery of an alien invasion, and they will roll it out. Yeah, I've been preparing for that for a long time. Yeah, we're not talking about illegals crossing the southern border. No. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, how long have they had uh, Elias on on guest spots Kennedy and Tucker Carlson and this new show and that new show talking about the UFOs and the danger in the sky and all that for the last three years? I've been warning, no, longer than that, five years. Because when they started using him was before I left. So they've, they've been trotting that out slowly, drip, 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 for the last five years. They're, they're, that's their last trick. Yep. So don't fall for it. Either that or Jesus in the sky. Well, they have to give up on that now. Because um, so much of the chemtrail stuff is how much without enough aluminum in the in the in the stratosphere in the in the sky, uh, the whole the massive holograms will work because oh, okay. aluminum for the sky to act like a, a mirror, like a like a, a movie screen. Right. You know, mask mandates that have been, you know, backed out and backing out of the injection mandates and all that's crap. Even for employers, I mean, they can't go back there. People are not going to say, oh, okay, we'll go back to wearing masks. They're not going to do it. And people are, there's many people on the county level, all the counties in the United States, they're doing the, you know, both of office and the bond, and they do it that way. It's a it's a grassroots movement, and there's a lot of change. You know why that is so incredibly effective and successful? Is for the same as, as the very simple fact that it is not a judicial procedure. You don't have to deal with lawyers or courts or rules of procedure or rules of evidence or any of that. You're dealing with insurance companies. And trust me when I say, I was in insurance long enough to know, and there is not a single insurance company on this planet that is in business to pay claims. Period. They are in business to make money. And when they start getting claims left and right up the union, they are going to take action against the bondholders, the policyholders, that when they're faced with paying out millions and billions of dollars in clients' bonds. So that's the beauty of it. You're not, you're not um, uh, shackled by judicial rules. You're dealing with a private company, not a court or you know any other uh, entity of the law. That's why that's working. But there is one other thing to keep your eye on. I know that uh, Biden is trying really hard to get a bill passed through the House and the Senate to, uh, how do I put this, to make it a, a law where if a parent 
sends a child to public school, if you want your children to attend public school, by default, you are allowing the public school to make all medical decisions without your consent or knowledge for your child. They can give them any shots they want. They can uh, give them any medications they want. They can um, uh, insist on certain, well, like, let's say, you know, a little five-year-old today wants to be, he's a boy, wants to be a girl, tomorrow he's going to want to be a boy again, but whatever. And they decide that your child should have a, you know, sex reallocation to give the school all that power and get your kids to public school you automatically consent to that that's the law they're trying to pass i, I thought they were already doing that <laughs> well they're doing it and in some cases getting away with it but it's not yeah. right now they're trying yeah. to make it legal So pay attention to that. And if next fall, any law is in place like that, for God's God sake, you shouldn't have your kids in public school. Do not send them there. Even here in Murphy, we have now a uh, an organized homeschool uh, co-op with a location. You know, it's a, uh, an official organized homeschool. So the kids can have a school experience without going to public school and get a real education. And it's, it's run co-optively by parents and retired teachers, etc. So, you know, if you have to, start one in your community. We have those in Louisiana already. And that's a mighty good thing. Mighty good. We're not talking about charter schools here because they're no, they're just uh, private-public partnerships that are stealing the tax dollars. That's right. Well, we've passed 10 o'clock, so I'm going to end this call. Like I said, pay attention to tonight's after-call email because there's some <coughs> good stuff in there. Get out. And see you next Thursday. In the meantime, I hope that your spring comes fast. We've enjoyed a couple of very beautiful days here. Just that way for a few more days. Um, it may be a little much to ask for in the middle of March, but um, I'm not. Uh, I'm, I'm not unappreciative of the fact that we've gotten it. And I hope the same for everybody. And be careful and be always aware wherever you go and whatever you're doing. Don't be scared, just be aware. Thank you, Dave, again, for all your help every week. You need to know. Yep. Thank you. Well, everybody have a great weekend, and we'll talk to you next week. Like Terry said, be aware of your surroundings. Good, Good night. night. I was going to say. 
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.